welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast. I am Marta Brummel, and by trade and training, I am a certified life coach with a psychology degree from the University of Notre Dame and a master's in clinical social work from the University of Michigan. I'm the mother of four children. I'm married to Craig Brummel, my favorite human, and I am the CEO of a private life coaching practice for young adults and parents. So the whole idea behind this podcast and these conversations is to learn how to navigate this human journey from the inside out by building a life skill set that allows each one of us to engage with this grand life adventure from a place of health, wellness, and confidence, and to create something beautiful by weaving in meaning and purpose along the way. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode number 42, How to Feel Better. So who doesn't want to feel better, right? And I'm sure those of you listening can can relate to this. And so today we're going to talk about this. And we're going to approach this episode from the vantage point of our minds. And our minds being something we actually can manage and we can supervise. Many of us don't think about them like that, but that is a big part of the work I do is really turning the light on inside of us and inside of our sweet heads and just our brains which are housing those minds of ours and those minds being so powerful in, you know, really influencing and coloring how we feel and then of course how we act and show up in this life and the experience of it. Those thoughts we have on a regular basis, those sentences in our brains, you guys, those really create our experience of our lives. And so I would imagine that, you know, for many of you hearing that, that means we should probably pay attention, right? And I don't know for you, but the more I learn to manage my thoughts, to manage those beliefs, those interpretations, my as I like to say, that internal narration of my life and what's going on, what's happening, what's, you know, my external circumstances and people and things and situations, the more I manage that, the more I empower myself to be able to create what I want to feel on a regular basis. Now, sometimes I want to feel what I'm feeling, which might be a little bit, a little bit overwhelmed at times and just think, I'm sitting here thinking, oh my God, there's so much to do, right? I can sit with that thought for a little while, but that thought doesn't necessarily serve me as much as, what's another thought that serves me? It might be, all right, yeah, got a lot going on. What's the next thing I can do to get the ball moving? What can I do to get some momentum going? What can I do right here and now that's going to help me get to, you know, to that next step? And I tend to do better when I can hone in on something versus when I think of the big picture and I think of all that needs to be done. Sometimes I just want to curl up and just say, let's throw the towel in, right? But instead, when I break it down and I consider, all right, what next? What's my next best move here? That always gets me kind of honed in and thinking a little differently and gets me feeling a little more motivated And with that motivation, I'm able to then create and generate and fuel some different actions. And those actions 
are absolutely going to serve me better than my original ones from overwhelm. Okay. So I think for all of us to remember that our interpretations, our internal narration, they're not facts. They're just our way of making sense of the world. And we've learned that through our own conditioning, our own wiring, our own perceptions, our own experiences, right? And we have the opportunity to just shine the light on those and choose to either continue to believe and think and you know interpret from that place or when and if needed to maybe question, examine, and filter those and maybe neutralize them, whatever it may be, to create some different emotions in our bodies that actually help us get the results we're going for. That, my friends, that's power. And I think the more we can kind of harness that power, the better our lives are and the better we feel. So this is how to feel better. So did you guys know that we get to believe and think whatever we want? And I think that's the best news ever, right? We get to believe and think whatever we want. Now, of course, that doesn't mean it's a free-for-all in my book. What really I'm saying is we get to be very intentional and thoughtful about what we believe, okay? And when we are thinking and believing something, we want to pay attention to how does it feel in our bodies and then how do we act and what does it generate in us and is that generating kind of action and behavior on our part something we like? And if so, we've hit gold, right? That's good stuff because then that will impact and color our experience of this life. So it's a really powerful practice to just be able to take some time to really examine those thoughts that are going on day in, day out that are really very much creating how we feel, how we perceive the world, what our experience is, and When people ask me often, how can I feel better? I say, instead of focusing externally, instead of focusing on all the situations around you and circumstances and people and all the things you think need to change to feel better, instead, my friends, take a gander inside. Go inside. That is where your power is. That is where your power is forever always and forevermore. It's not outside of you. And yet that's what we're always trying to manipulate and control to feel better. And I don't know about you guys, but that's not sustainable for me. It doesn't work after, you know, it could be initially, it might feel some, I might feel some relief. Um, but long-term it doesn't last, right? What lasts is my internal narrative, my way of thinking, my chosen interpretation of things because that that is what really i think directs and impacts my life on a level that i have control over and no one else does so back to what i said we have the power to believe and think whatever we want so let's pay attention to what that is okay it is really our superpower as humans so I think what I'm going to do is share some stories with you guys of some of my sweet clients that are recent and that have kind of just come up in the last week or so that I think I'm thinking about that are really along the lines of what I'm talking about in terms of shifting our mindset. Because 
each and every one of these clients that I'll be mentioning, they all just did a little bit of inner work. As I like to say, it's that inside out work, right? By going inside and really kind of taking a look as to what was going on in there so that they could actually create different feelings in their bodies and different actions and results. And what they noticed and what they experienced was feeling better because of it. So the one I'm thinking of in particular is just one I just hung up with. And she's a young woman who is a a high school student and she is also a very gifted runner. She is a, a student that has a rigorous schedule, works super hard. She's a go-getter. She kind of operates at a very high level. And her MO often can take on stress and overwhelm when it comes to her work. Not so much her running. She's actually really, I think, honed in as to what helps her create the results she's going for. But with work, with homework, And with the load that she has, she often kind of turns to overwhelm and stress because it can, it can feel like a lot. And so we were talking tonight about what is a different feeling, a different way of feeling that creates a different action on her part. And she came up with the word focus. She said, when I focus, when I feel focused, I get a very different result than if I feel stressed and overwhelmed. So I said, okay, from there, you get to go back to your mind, that sweet mind, and start thinking about thoughts that create more focus, that feeling of focus, right, inside of you that then generates the the actions and the results that you're going for. And she was really wonderful in just kind of recognizing that the more she was able to come from this place of, all right, I got this, I'm going to crush this, similarly to how she thinks about in her running, And what's next? What do I need to do? How can I be focused tonight or in this situation to to create more of what I need and to get done more of what I need to get done and also get a good night's sleep in the process, right? So for her, it was just this simple shift. I say simple because really I think it is. Once you start doing this process, you guys, you're going to be able to kind of create emotions on purpose based on, first of all, figuring out what is the emotion you need to create the action and result you're desiring, and then going back to the, the, the mind to say, all right, what are the sentences? What are the thoughts that I need to be thinking on a regular basis to create more of those feelings? Because that is the magic formula. I also was thinking about my, my client, Sweet Caroline, who is a first-year teacher, she was sharing with me the other day a story. It was Monday morning, and she was with her, her, her little third graders, who her little people, and they were all kind of struggling with a rough morning and a rough day. And she had kind of a moment in time where she realized we could either continue to feel really crummy and just power through today and just get through it, or we can shift the momentum by thinking about something that is going to be more empowering and more energizing and just kind of help us kind of shift the energy. And what is that? That is the fact that we haven't cleaned our classroom in two weeks because we are short-staffed. The custodians are short-staffed at her school. Maybe that's true everywhere, um, considering that there's there is uh, short-staffed situations, um, you know, at every turn. But neither here nor there. 
as she said, the, the classroom hadn't been cleaned in two weeks. So she looked at her students and she thought, all right, we can either toss it or we can go get it. We can, we can do this. And so she decided, all right, we're going to, we're going to collaborate and we are going to clean this classroom. And in the process, I'm going to sweeten the pot for all of you. And we are going to listen to some music and we're going to have a snack and we're, we're getting at it. We're getting down to it. And so she had the capacity in that moment to take a pause, to look around and assess and say, do I want to stay in this place of just getting by or do I want to shift to something that's more momentum filled, right? And more action taking, more, um, just more active. And, um, she, she basically turned the day around for herself and her students. And she realized nothing changed, but her mindset, but her thinking about the current circumstances that changed everything. And I think for all of us, you guys, the more we understand that connection, the more we can create that for ourselves and generate that for ourselves. It's really quite remarkable. You know, I think that for all of us, that it's not about this whole thing about feeling better. I'm not saying that we're going from feeling bad to feeling happy, right? Or feeling sad to happy. That's not what this is about. Feeling better is really about shifting from this disempowering feeling, right? This disempowering thinking to more empowering thinking, empowered thinking. And when we do that, we generate different results and we can win every time on that, right? We can show up differently. And when we show up differently for a situation that otherwise we might've felt disempowered in, when we feel empowered, we feel better. And that, my friends, is, as I said, the magic formula, because when we feel better, we get better results. So everyone wins, right? So our brain releases certain hormones, or it tells our body to react in different ways that create our feelings. And this is something I've talked about in previous episodes, but I just kind of want to re, re, um, you know, just cover it a little bit for you guys so that we're all on the same page. So understand that emotion, that feeling, right? It's a physical sensation in our body and it's created by our thoughts. Now, of course, this is different than a feeling in our bodies that are created by something outside of us, like hot or cold or sickness, right? That kind of feeling, of course, travels from our body to our brain. The feeling I'm talking about is the sensation that travels from our brain to our bodies based on our internal narration, our stories, our thoughts, our interpretations, our beliefs, those sentences in our brain. When we have a feeling, our primitive brain doesn't really understand what's happening. It just knows that certain feelings don't feel good and they register as more danger in our brain, right? And this is the reason that we resist our emotions so much. For instance, we don't like feeling anxious, right? We don't like feeling stressed. We don't like feeling overwhelmed. We don't like feeling rejected. So what do we do? we tend to push those emotions away, right? We try to talk ourselves out of them or maybe distract ourselves from them or numb or resist, right? So we can recognize that 
if we aren't willing, if we, if we understand, I guess this is a better way of saying this, when we numb out or when we scroll or when we, we overeat or we overexercise or whatever it is that we do to get away from our feelings, it doesn't allow us to understand and to really get that feelings can't hurt us. They're just physical sensations manifesting in our bodies and we're the humans experiencing them. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Each one of us has the opportunity to approach our feelings as if they can't hurt us. And it's totally okay to have them, right? Part of the problem is that our primitive brain associates negative emotion with actual death. It's like the actual fear of actual death, you guys. So being human a good thing to remember, isn't about being happy all the time. It's not about feeling good all the time. It is, though, possible to feel better than what we do when we create this unnecessary suffering for ourselves by resisting, by avoiding, by, you know, exacerbating maybe an already heavy emotion. Instead, it's about feeling our emotions and recognizing that our superpower as humans is that how we choose to think about any and all circumstances very much colors the feelings we produce, the experience we have of things. And ironically, you guys, the better we get at feeling all of our emotions, the better we feel and the better we are. So our feelings are not caused by our external environment, even though that is what we're all taught to believe. Okay? Our thoughts are Our feelings, I should say, are caused by our thoughts about our external circumstances, not the actual circumstances. So it's an inside job, right? And that, of course, is the best news I have for you because guess who has the power and the control over our insides but ourselves, right? Thoughts cause feelings. The emotions that we're talking about and what you think about What you believe to be true either makes you feel better or worse, regardless of what is going on in your life. Your brain is super efficient. It doesn't care, though, what it thinks as much as it recognizes, first of all, it has no filter. It gets a thought, and it's typically unsupervised, right? And wherever the brain can be efficient, it goes there. That the brain sees as a good thing. So some of those automatic thoughts may be creating a lot of negative emotion, but the brain doesn't care. That doesn't matter to the brain. The brain is just trying to be efficient. We get to kind of supervise the brain here. We get to manage our minds and understand that we can either stay on automatic pilot and stay unconscious, or we can create awareness. We can take a pause and decide what is going on in our brain, right? What is happening in there? And understand too that what's happening in there is making us feel what we feel. So name the emotion and find the sentence that's creating that emotion, that feeling for you. And you're going to want to attribute your emotion to something that's outside of you because that's what we do as humans. We're always looking outside of us for the the culprit, right? But I want you to recognize that our emotions, guess what? They're caused 
inside of us. They're caused by our thinking on the way we're choosing to make things mean. Emotions come from inside of us. They come from the brain and manifest in our bodies. Most of us think that our emotions just happen to us and that we can't do anything about them. So what happens is we go about our lives just being like, well, I hope I I feel better today. I hope I feel happy today. I hope I have a good day. I hope people are nice to me today, right? We don't think we have any say over what we feel, what our emotions can be, right? So we just go out every day being afraid that bad ones will happen to us because we think they're terrible, right? And then just hoping some good ones might happen to us. But we're, we're not exercising any control over what goes on in our minds. Our brains, I want you to remember this, are wrong a lot of the time and they can make us feel terrible like the belief i'm not enough right or i will never measure up that's a belief that's a thought that is not a fact it's a thought or a belief you get good at believing and thinking right and then what happens how does that feel in your body it feels like shit, right it feels terrible when we think like that And then it generates actions and behaviors on our part that don't feel good either. They don't serve us, but they perpetuate the thought, the original thought, which is, I'm not enough. I will never measure up. So my friends, understand the truth is that when you understand that your thoughts cause your feelings, that is the golden ticket. That's the information you need in order to change how you feel. Okay, you don't just have to hope it happens to you. You actually can create an emotion on purpose. And the way you do that is by coming up with a thought to think on purpose that will create that emotion for you. So just like your negative thoughts create your negative feelings, a sentence goes through your mind and then you have an emotional response to it. The same is true for positive feelings. So if you want to create a positive feeling or a neutral feeling or whatever it is, you have to come up with a new and true thought that will create that feeling. So I'm just thinking about this in terms of my own personal experience. And a great example of this is with this podcast. If I want to feel motivated to produce these episodes, right? And coaching content that I'm creating for all of you and for my students in How to Human 101, that online course I've been working on, I can create motivation to do that by thinking thoughts that make me feel motivated, okay? Empowered, right? Like I love my work. I love coaching. I love working with people. I love contributing to the bottom line. I know this work is gonna help so many people. And I wanna share the wisdom with all of you. I know I can help people help themselves feel better. I know that I can make an impact on people. That, those thoughts, you guys, absolutely keep me engaged and empowered to keep putting my work out there. Otherwise, I could have thoughts like, this is just one more thing on my plate. I've got plenty of other things to be working on. What is it that I'm going to be talking about this week or next week or the following week? What are the episodes that I need to think about? How am I going to, you know, kind of pull pull it all together? I can get to a place with those thoughts that keep me from actually producing these episodes because I can come up with all sorts of reasons not to do it. 
Instead, I choose motivation. I want the feeling of motivation because I know that is what generates my actions and my results. So I go back to my thinking and my thoughts and I think about those thoughts like I love this work. I love my people. I want to be able to help my people feel better. I want to put this work out in the world. I believe we have the capacity to feel better and to manage our minds and to sweeten the deal, sweeten the pot. That I believe is my very core. That is what creates the motivation for me to keep going. So you might have different thoughts about, you know, how you want to create things, but you could create your emotions on purpose. Okay. You can create positive emotion by thinking thoughts on purpose to create it. So if you want to produce positive emotion, if you want to feel neutral or happy or optimistic or whatever I said, take ownership of that and then take responsibility for it and get to work. Brainstorm. See what is possible. It's not just going to happen for you. So you need to do it for yourself. And the way to do this is to practice thinking thoughts that create those feelings on purpose for you. And when you feel those feelings, my friends, it generates different actions on your part and a different result and often a better and happier one than originally was going on. So like I said, brainstorm, experiment, try new thoughts, try new beliefs, neutralize your already, you know, the beliefs you have going on. You can't go from, you know, one extreme to another, but even just to just inch your way from one to another thought, right? This is having a human brain. It's a gift and at times a curse, right? We have the ability though to take control over the management of our mind and step into the driver's seat. Do not sit in the passenger seat, you guys, or in the back of the bus, right? Letting your unconscious brain drive all around, just hoping for the best. Take the wheel. Be willing to experience your negative emotion. Allow your negative emotion. Don't resist it. Go through the process of allowing and then be ready to cultivate positive emotion by assessing your thoughts and your beliefs in that moment and considering other alternatives. Other believable ones, right? Less inflammatory interpretations that actually feel better generate a better action and result on your part. That, my friends, that is power. So get to work. That's what I got for you guys this week. I look forward to next week. And until then, blessings and continue to empower and make the world better. All right. Love you all. Take care. Having a life coach can sweeten the often messy and hard and awesome journey of being human. Do you have a life coach? And if not, I would be so privileged to be your coach. I have a private coaching practice for individuals and families where we work on getting to the heart of your struggles and paving a path forward that helps you create a life that you truly love. When you're prepared to take what you're learning on this podcast and implement the tools and techniques so that you experience profound and lasting results, then contact me at martabrummel.com and we can hit the ground running. I truly cannot wait to work with you.